Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to the Natural Choice Network, a local platform and meeting place where sustainable living comes live. Naturalchoice.net and the Natural Choice Network directories have many great ways for a conscious community to connect, stay up to date on green resources, natural health, natural food, and mind spirit. And you can also stay connected right here with me every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Well, the last time I had Dr. Lisa Price on was last spring, and we were talking about the relationship between our diets and the seasons. And now that we're fully into fall, mushrooms are not only bountiful this time of year, they also provide a bounty of benefits and uses, which we're going to talk about with Lisa today. Dr. Lisa Price is a licensed naturopathic physician since 1999 with expertise in complementary and integrative care and culinary nutrition during cancer treatment through survivorship. Lisa is also a National Institute of Health Research Fellow and an adjunct faculty member at Bastyr University. Well, welcome to the show again. Hello, Martha. Yes. So the Northwest really isn't an an ideal place for um, fungi of all kinds to flourish, so much so that I guess we have the country's largest organization for mushroom enthusiasts, the Puget Sound Mycological Society. Um, So what are some of the most common edible mushrooms that are found here, um, and especially this time of year? Yes, especially this time of year. And this, we're in the prime season. Um, Like chanterelles, I know. mm, Golden chanterelles. You know, I just want to say a little bit about this season, though, is that... um, It was early. Yeah, it was a really early season, but the the weather was a little wonky, you know? (laughs) Will we? (laughs) Yeah. It was uh, it was dry but wet, you know. Yeah. This interspersing, and then the the temperature the temperature change really really quickly. Because I noticed more mushrooms on trails earlier yep. this year, and in places I don't normally don't see them. Yep. Because yep. mushroom spores themselves don't they kind of like can't they like lay dormant like forever, and things will pop up. And well, what happens is is that when you see when you see that 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 fleshy that fleshy mushroom um and i think we're going to be talking about that that's an extensive network of mycelium oh yeah you know like mycelium can can run for 3 to 5 miles so it's maybe the same the same mushroom but um mushrooms fruit because of stress and when we when we usually say stress we you know folks think of oh well it's it's terrible conditions no it's not that it's anything that's a change and mm-hmm. so, so when the mushroom feels a moisture difference or a temperature difference, then it sends out its fruiting body because there's some kind of stress. So it can and feed other things. And it, yeah. it sends out its fruiting body, and then that fruiting body produces spores, so the spores can, can take, take off and, and re-root as, as mm-hmm. well. So I think because it was um, such a back-and-forth with temperature and then also moisture, <laughs> yeah. I think the, the mushrooms fruited uh, more and earlier this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, as, as to your question, we have gold, my favorite golden chanterelles, mm-hmm. um, which I have forged for the past probably eight years here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, we also have a, a whole bunch of different type of bolites. People love the delicious king bolite. Cauliflower mushrooms, um, mm, shaggy mane mushrooms. Yeah. Um, lion's mane mushrooms, which are a great medicinal um, form, um, and also a bunch of rucellas. And rucellas are, are mushrooms that ha- are, are gilled, and some of them are good to eat, and some of them are are not so great to eat. And also lobster yeah. mushrooms. Well, that's so important as far as you know. If you're going to go harvesting, you need to make a, a class or go for a guided tour because there are so many hazards. Because a lot of stuff that is edible is 
looks exa- almost exactly, uh, you know, to the... Case in point, Shaggy <laughs> Mane. Um, there are some mushrooms that look just like Shaggy Mane um, mm-hmm. and, that are, are very poisonous. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. unless, you know, you see the underside or that sort of thing, and you don't even want to touch, you know, touch it until you know. So um, we highly recommend <laughs> before anyone goes harvesting to, to, to definitely do their homework and is there anyone that you recommend or Puget Sound Mycological Society yeah, <laughs> yeah right there's a, there's a couple of um, guides that'll that'll take you out um, Tara Floor um, uh, James Novak um, is a, a person that takes folks out and he's a, loosely associated with the Puget Sound uh, yeah. Mycological and Society. did I hear there's someone that will help people go truffle hunting and let you go out with your pets yeah there's about there's about uh, Three or I think four that would be folks. A gas. Yeah. <laughs> now truffles, um, there there are truffles here. Um, they're not as abundant in other other places. Um, they, there's a there's an actual truffle farm down in um, Portland or near near Portland. Wow, because I know for wine growing, they say that we are the same region as France, and so I would assume that we gotta have some truffles too. Yeah, but the truffles grow, I think, on the. Um, at the base of, I think, is it du- a certain tree? Yeah, we probably a don't. certain yeah. tree, yeah. and it and it's a little, a uh, little drier. Anyway, they're they are here, but they're just not as abundant. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, truffle dogs, truffle pigs. <laughs> they usually use truffle pigs in in uh-huh. France. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that would be really fun to, for, to do as an Absolutely. activity, too. Well, please stay tuned. We'll be right back with some benefits and uses of our local mushrooms, along with some recipes and cooking tips. So, please stay tuned. Nobody knows eggs better than Stiber's Farms. Stiber's Farms is Washington's premier cage-free and organic egg producer. They've been supplying local quality farm fresh eggs since 1953. Today, they offer certified 100% organic eggs, beef, and feed. They even own and operate their own certified organic feed mill to maintain the integrity of their organic egg program. Their products are available throughout the Northwest. Look for Stiber's Farms eggs at your local natural food store. To find out more, go to naturalchoice.net, keyword search S-T-I-B-R-S. Stiber's Farms, the egg people. The Herbalist has been manufacturing herbal medicine since 1984. The company was founded based on the belief that organically grown and wild harvested herbs of the highest quality would have a positive effect on people's health. We offer over 300 natural remedies. Many of the ingredients come from local certified organic farms and sustainable and ethical wild harvesters. We offer herbal extracts, organic bulk herbs, supplements, flower essences, essential oils, an organic smoothie and refreshment bar. To find out more, call 206-523-2600 or go to naturalchoice.net Keyword search, Herbalist. Need it fast? Need it healthy? You have to give Tatanka's Takeout Bison Specials a try. Tatanka's Bison are organically raised and grass-fed. The meat has more protein but less fat, calories, or cholesterol than any other meat. Tatanka also has a large vegetarian selection, chicken dishes, and desserts. Find out more about America's original health food. Call Tatanka at 253-752-8778 or go to naturalchoice.net keyword search Tatanka. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Hi, this is Brenda DeVore with Recology Cleanscapes, and you're listening to the Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk Radio on 1150 AM KKNW. (laughs) Welcome back. I'm here with Dr. Lisa Price, and we're talking about, of course, mushrooms and 
I'm not sure if they're alluding to magic mushrooms in that song or not, but <laughs> mushrooms really pretty much are magic. And we started talking about it a little bit um, at the at the top of the show um, that it's actually kind of creates an internet underground, transferring right. nutrients to entire ecosystems. And I guess in in Oregon, there's um, a large, you know, continuous mycelium that's like the largest on the planet. Um, and there's just so many things it does. And uh, Dr. I know um, Paul Stamets, if people want to do a TED Talks, Paul Stamets on fungi perfecti has some just amazing things to show because he has, actually has a picture of what happens underground and it looks exactly like a map of the Internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's a colleague of mine. And um, on, when I was doing my NIH research, he was uh, part of our, our team team as well. And he's been around for such a long yeah, time he's doing well really here. really good work really generous person yeah. as well but um fungi are um yeah they're pretty incredible um mm. they're 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 a staple to any um really healthy environment or e- ecosystem um with the transfer they remove toxins uh, they they remove toxins they uh they uh, and provide nutrients. <laughs> of course, provide yeah. nutrients. What I was going to say is that they break down detritus into uh, smaller particles so that, that trees and plants can use those. As, and wow. and they yeah. have a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. with uh, different, like, beetles and, and ants, et cetera. It, they're, just, they're just incredible. Um, yeah, and this time of year, if you, you're walking through... Uh, the the forest, especially in Olympic National Forest, mm. there's so many so different types. Beautiful, yeah. and they're oh, they're gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, every color you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, we're talking, to, we're starting to talk about the medicinal qualities. Um, there is uh, one mushroom called lion's mane, which I mentioned, and it and it is edible, but it, it is also um, uh, a mushroom that is typically used in. Uh, in immune stimulation interesting and in neurological um so a lot of folks have been using and looking at that for uh treatment or uh supplemental treatment for dementia and and alzheimer's and chemo brain and and somewhat with uh, menopausal symptoms that are associated with brain brain fog wow well i mean because it's almost an alchemy that goes on you know, so it kind of makes sense. It's like a natural alchemy where they'll take, like, you know, something that's bad and turn it into something that's good. <laughs> so I can kinda, maybe. Well, kind of. There's, there's that... well, we, we know, um, and this is part of, was part of my National Institute of Health um, uh, research, is that we know that what happens um, in many of these mushrooms, they have these things called polysaccharides, which is a kind of a broad term, but spe- specific polysaccharides. And those interact with different cells of the immune system and other cells as well and they stimulate them uh, yeah, yeah they stimulate them and in particular they stimulate cells that that are that its job is to surveil the body um and, and look see where they're stressed maybe like they do well, in looking the for precancerous yeah. and cancerous cells that's yeah, exactly something what that's they disruptive do. and like you said you know stress could be identified in a lot of different ways and you know that there's a big change and that you know a change is a sign of Kinda, yeah. yeah but we we know specifically how how certain one work, and, and yeah. with this uh, ter- uh, excuse me, with this uh, lion's mane, we also know that it's got some antiviral properties as well. Yeah, because so, yeah. well, they say even some of the mushrooms that you know may be toxic in very small doses, they're they're medicinal. It's almost like a ven- you know, like certain venoms too that can be used for 
a lot of, um, you know, medical mm-hmm. and medicinal purposes. Now, I don't know too much about um, Amanita, for example. Those are kind of deadly mushrooms, mm-hmm. but I do know that there have been some research on, and also historically, indigenous people have used ha- have used those in the past in really small um, amounts during ceremonies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. You have to know <laughs> what you're doing. So, yeah. Well, thanks to, as I say, people like, you know, Paul, that they've gotten a lot of attention to a lot of the uses. I mean, even to kind of um, put uh, a lot of, you know, encourage mushrooms, because it's easy to take spores if you've already had them cultivated and put them somewhere too. They say putting them at the edge of like a golf course or something that takes the, the chemicals, you know, and, and protects even you know, some of the water and that yeah, sort you got to get, too. you got to get mushrooms established yeah. for, for sure. First, um, but they uh, can, I mean, so many applications, it's so amazing. many applications, but we also have to remember that not all mushrooms do the, do that kind of thing. Yeah. There are, there are certain, when I was then. doing my, um, masters of, of science, uh, uh, research, um, we were actually looking for, um, mushrooms that could uh, be used in bioremediation mm-hmm. of pulp, um, manufacturing stuff so yeah so so we had to look for specific mushrooms yeah but, but they 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 degrade these lignans and pulp and they also and then degrade they turn into oil <laughs> they they you know yeah. de- they degrade plastics and hopefully you know with the the work of paul and and many many other people yeah. in this country that will start applying and yeah. applying these and things. studying yeah. that yeah. a little bit more as they yeah. say not you know just yeah it's crazy like i say m- mushrooms are magic <laughs> <laughs> So um, let's talk about some of the nutritional values, too, especially, you know, in the fall. And I know with the seasonal diet, sometimes things will kind of appear, which bodies need at that time of year. Yeah, yeah. So so especially if you're vegan or vegetarian, um, um, many mushrooms contain a, a good amount of protein um, and also a form of vitamin D that's not. Um, oh, the, wow. Yeah, that's not. It's the the ergo ergo cholecalciferol. So it's not the active form, but it can, some of that can be transformed in the body. So you've got, you've got your protein, you've got your, your, a little bit of vitamin D too. And um, then you've also got, you know, your polysaccharides in there and then some other really wonderful minerals. Cause as we know, it, they're, they're growing in the soil. So you've mm-hmm. got magnesium and boron and selenium, th- those type of of things so yeah it's so stuff that really is supportive for the immune system absolutely yeah the, the which is when people start getting sick in the fall and mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm, all those mm-hmm, uh, flu mm-hmm. viruses start coming around and right and we there's a difference between fleshy mushrooms which we've been talking about like um chanterelle etc mm-hmm. and then the conchs which are the hard mushrooms like turkey tail mm-hmm. um and um like reishi those are those are different than the, the fleshy mushrooms yeah and, i mean and a lot of times just those those little butt button rest you know stuff that people get in the grocery stores too like the shiitakes and the butt button mushrooms and stuff like that some of those aren't as high so shiitake is a really wonderful medicinal mushroom shiitake. however however the i mm. call the little criminy button mushrooms the doritos of mushrooms. that's what yeah that's what i yeah, yeah I, I wasn't just gonna say that they're, <laughs> that's what i heard that's like the white rice the yeah. little button yeah. yeah 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 so it's usually if you look for something as you say like the shiitakes or how about um, even portobellos or is it something with the darker colors or is there anything that people... Yeah, think? portobello ha- has a little bit more uh, of a protein content than the, the criminy mushrooms. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're going after a protein and then nutrients, 
the wild grown mushrooms are are the best. Yeah, the, you know, best cultivated. Even even some. I mean, the the cultivated lion's mane and the shiitake because we we now can cultivate those. They're mm-hmm. they're okay, but the best is probably. Um, a wild harvested and hopefully sustainably harvested yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, I was um, I thought I was interested to learn that um, morels uh, really appear after forest fires. Yeah, yeah. And and local, you know, locally here, and I guess there's a, um, I guess they're more of a spring. Um, yeah, there's spring. That's what. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people were up around Crystal Mountain and um, a lot of the areas where all had the burns, those, all those yeah. burns yeah. were. So there's another just amazing, you know, some of the first life to show up. Right. After something right, like right. that to and start to help feeding the, the soil. Exactly. Help to, to regenerate the soil. Yeah, those appear in the mostly in the spring and maybe um, mostly about two two years, two to three years after after the burns. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just amazing. Um, now as far as um, cooking them, I know like with vegetables sometimes there's different ways to prepare things where they keep more nutrients or not. Yeah. Um, so as far as, um, you know, before we could talk about some of the recipes, you know, anything that people should keep in mind as far as how to prepare them? Or Yeah. So if you go foraging with an expert um, and you bring home some some uh, uh, edible mushrooms, uh, you, you should clean them. But Eat them that day. <laughs> and clean, cleaning them means you usually dry brush them. Okay. Um, if you rinse a, a, a fleshy mushroom under water it will absorb yeah it'll absorb the water and then when you try to cook it it's going to be kind of hard so you dry brush it and you can either um you could either pan um saute it Mm -hmm. um just dry or you can pan saute it in butter or oil (laughs) butter or oil (laughs) butter or oil you had um, me in butter helps to (laughs) they helps to preserve the 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 um the new the nutrients yep and you can eat so it that steam off as you see. You could eat yeah. it that day, or you can also freeze them once you, once you do that. Oh, okay. the other thing because I know because um, when I you know got a bunch of chanterelles and I was so excited, and some of them I couldn't get to. They they don't yeah shelf life is, yeah you know, not freeze them you yeah. know saute and freeze them. The other thing that you can do if you have a dehydrator is to oh. again brush uh, clean them off by brushing them off and and then dehydrate them and then um, put them in a sealed container and then you can use them for soups and seasoning yeah do you have a quick little recipe or some, uh, something simple a yeah and, and my and some... in, in my uh first book that i co-authored co-authored called cooking through cancer treatment to recovery which is available on amazon we have a mushroom and walnut pate oh yeah yes. and um it just it's really easy it just requires, walnuts are good too walnuts are fantastic yeah. omega omega-3 fatty acid source yeah. and um it uh one half cup, excuse me, one cup of uh, walnuts, um, some uh, butter, uh, some onions, shiitake mushrooms. We, we, I, sh- my co-author put in criminy, but criminy <laughs> mushrooms, uh, uh, one fourth portobello mushrooms. I would, I would substitute the criminy uh, out with the chanterelles. Yeah. Um, some garlic, some parsley, thyme, sea salt. White pepper and olive oil. Oh, that and sounds marvelous. Blend it up and then eat yeah. it as a snack. Oh, nummy, nummy, Perfect nummy. for this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll um, we'll post that recipe sure. up on yep. our website yep. as well. Well, that sounds, oh, yum, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll be right back with some closing thoughts from Lisa, so please stay tuned. 
The Antique Sandwich Company was started as a family business 40 years ago. Today, it's still a meeting place for people who love good food, music, and pie. You'll be happy to know that all the baked goods at the Antique are made with local honey and organic whole wheat flour. Enjoy good food, great company, and amazing times at the Antique Sandwich Company. To find out more about the restaurant and its innovative community-supported pie program, call 253-752-4069 or go to naturalchoice.net keyword search antique if you love indian cuisine you'll love pabla indian cuisine a family business originated in india pabla has been serving renton since 1998 it was one of the first pure vegetarian indian restaurants in the area today you'll also find pabla veggie cuisine in issaquah in addition to the restaurant the renton location also features a bakery a full grocery store and a sweet shop Find out more about Pabla at naturalchoice.net. Keyword search, Pabla. If you're looking for supplements at an affordable price, come to Vitamin Life. We have over 10,000 supplements and beauty products, and best yet, for up to 50% off. We specialize in hard-to-find items. If you cannot find what you need, we can special order for you. We are conveniently located at the heart of Redmond. Drop by to visit us or attend one of our free evening lectures. To find out more about how Vitamin Life can help you with your health journey, call 425-869-7000 or go to naturalchoice.net. Keyword search one word, Vitamin Life. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Hello, la. This is Laura Musikansky with the Happiness Initiative. You're listening to the Natural Choice Network on Alternative Talk 1150. So, um, Dr. Price, what would you like to leave our listeners with today and wrap well, things up about the magic of mushrooms? So we've talked about um, mushroom forging, do it with a professional. Mm -hmm. um, and we talked about some of the medicinal uses. And I, one of the things that I think is really important is that, um, that, that if you're going to use um, mushroom supplements for, um, oh, for yeah. your, you know, some kind of condition, also check in with a, a healthcare professional about that because some mushrooms are not applicable for some conditions. For example, um, uh, turkey tail and reishi may not be uh, good for conditions that are associated with autoimmunity. Um, so or, some interaction things to be absolutely. Yeah. Uh, turkey tail is not a, a great mushroom to use for people who have leukemia or lymphomas. So so just really make make sure that that uh, you uh, understand and that you're being you're being helped or guided as far as that goes. Yeah. And, well, and like you say, it's a huge subject. We you know we talked about all the different uses and all the different varieties. And so, you know, most importantly, you know, don't go out there and assume anything, even with a book. It's really, really important to to do guided. Foraging. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, I thought it was really interesting, too, because um, that just, you know, we talk about the health benefits, you know, of some of these values. Just the act of going out and foraging for fungi is couldn't you know can be a meditative thing in itself. And I heard someone say mushroom hunting's relationship to Buddhist philosophy to perception is a mental as a mental contrast. Oh, so huh. just that uh -huh. that that searching, that looking, yeah, and that that focus. And so you're out in nature, you've got a focus, and so it's very meditative and yeah. <laughs> enlightening as no, well. It is because you. Um, when you're foraging for mushrooms, they just don't pop up. What often happens is that you go out and initially you are looking and you don't see anything. 
until you find that first or second one because you get in a rhythm. Yeah. And then you realize they're all around you. And then you relax and you see them everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's really, It's the busy really mind. It's quieting quieting the mind in, in for the search. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, you know, someone says look for a red car and, and then suddenly all you see is red cars and... But until you're looking and, and can focus down. Slowing down, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us where people can find you and about your cookbook. Yeah, so um, you can find me and more information about my practice on at www.drlisapricend.com. I'm, I'm also on Facebook and under the same name, Dr. Lisa Price, ND. And um, my cook, are, I have actually three cookbooks. Now. Wow, you're up to three yeah, now. Yeah, Cooking Through Cancer Treatment to Recovery um, by Demos Health um, Publishing Company out of New York City. And I have uh, the two new, newer books are um, Breast Cancer Thriving Through Treatment to Recovery and Prostate Cancer Thriving to, Through Treatment to Recovery. And they're well. loaded with nutritional and absolutely recipes and wellness advice and exercise all that yeah that's great and of course uh, we mentioned earlier the puget sound mycological society and you don't have to remember that just psms.org and that's a great resource and great and so so much fun at this time of year too. yeah lots of trips and lots of communion and eating yeah, I, I talked to my daughter because she's, you know, been studying them up at Western and she's uh, they're having a little foraging class up there, you know, up in Bellingham, too. So, so fun. there they service the whole area. Um, you can also find Dr. Price's information in our directory or on the um, radio archive page on our website at naturalchoice.net. And a recording of today's show will also be posted there. Remember, naturalchoice.net is Puget Sound's one-stop place to find all the resources and information you need to make the best choices for you, your family, and your community. So thanks for joining us today, Lisa. You're quite welcome. And thanks to all of our listeners for choosing to join us again, too. As you know, our choices create our experiences, and collectively, our experiences create our community. So online, on print, and on air, thank you for making the natural choice.